You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 79. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. It's 2018. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season, and I hope you're ready for a fantastic new year ahead. My name is Kim Eagle, and this is the Earn That Body podcast. If you are a new listener, it is great to have you. I am here to always bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information that you can put into play on a daily basis. I do not take sponsors. I do not have commercials. I do not want to bore you with all of that, which is really taking over the podcast industry. Obviously, I totally understand that uh, in order to make money, people have to sell sponsorships and commercial space on their podcast. But I don't know about you, but I have deleted so many podcasts recently because I am tired of listening to their commercials and their sponsorships. And like, just as they're starting to get into some great information, they'll do a timeout and they'll tell you about their sponsor. And I just, I'm not interested in that. You know, it's, it's so refreshing to listen to a podcast to get the information that you want. So I have made it my personal personal decision not to take on sponsors. This is not the purpose of my podcast. It is my purpose to get information out there, health, fitness, nutrition, to help people. So I do this for free. I do it for my clients. I love to be able to give them this information with my live voice. Uh, And I do it for the general public as well, because it is my goal every year. I like to say I like to pay health forward. And I just want to reach as many people as I possibly can to help them see that being healthy, losing weight, following, you know, lifestyle nutrition, all of these things do not have to be complicated. They do not have to be so hard. And I always say that people are making this much more difficult than it needs to be. So if you are a new listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy the podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the new year. Do you have resolutions? How do you handle that? What do you do? Or rather, I'm going to tell you what I do. All right. But before I begin, I always like to start off with a little health tidbit, some kind of news that's going on in the health world. Um, I am looking for a name for this little segment that I do. Like right now, I'm going to call it Eagle News Update. But if anybody has a cute little snappy title of what I should call these little pre, it's like a little pre-session I do with just a little tidbit of information that I want to make sure people know. And it's usually some kind of health news. I can't think of a good name. So if you have a good name, Email me, Kim, at earnthatbody.com. What do you think we should call this little first section of the podcast? My name is Kim Eagle, so I liked using the eagle, but earn that body. Anything you can think of, I'm going to give a prize out if I can find a snappy little title for this section. So today, we're going to talk about size matters. This is for our little pre-session. Size matters when it comes to your wine glass. How about that? I thought this was such interesting health news that I recently came across in December. Did you know that people are boozing it up more than ever? And it is because wine glasses have steadily gotten bigger. Somehow that does not surprise me at all, right? Because everything, especially in America, 
just gets bigger and bigger when it comes to food or drinks. I mean, isn't that what, you know, all these fast food industries are always like marketing? Like now the, you know, this big gulp is even bigger. And now this size soda is even bigger for less money. And everything is about getting bigger. Well, guess what? Your wine glasses apparently are getting bigger. And that is leading to more alcohol intake, which maybe isn't the best thing for your waistline. How about that? Well, let me tell you how much bigger things have gotten. They said that the wine glass capacity increased from 2.2 ounces in the 1700s and then it went to 14 ounces in the 2000s. So it went from 2.2 to 14. That's a pretty big jump. Uh, and then they said in 2016 to 2017, it jumped up a little more to 15 ounces. So these are the sizes of the wine glasses, right? And so that means, what do you think happens? You buy these gorgeous, big, enormous wine glasses, and so your pour is becoming much bigger. And so Americans are drinking more than they ever have before. Um, you know, a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of wine is definitely okay for you, but as these glasses start to get so big, you might be overdoing it. You might be taking in two to three typical serving sizes in one glass these days. So they typically say a serving size of wine is four to five ounces. I encourage you the next time you pour yourself a glass of wine, actually measure out what four to five ounces looks like and see if that is anywhere near the amount you generally pour for yourself. All right, that's your Eagle News update. Let me know if you have a snappier title for me. Moving into New Year's. So everybody talks about New Year's resolutions and I feel like it's funny and we definitely, we do a segment on this every year and I wanna change it up a little bit because I'm changing how I do a few things. But I feel like New Year's resolutions has become like uncool. Like I talk to people and they're always like, I don't do New Year's resolutions. And it's almost like it's looked upon badly now. Like, you know, it's a bad thing if you do New Year's resolutions. Now, I don't think it's a bad thing by any means, but I just don't think, I don't think calling it a resolution is maybe the right way to go about it. And how we plan for these resolutions is like a complete and epic fail. So there's almost no point to them. And you're always going to hear about people, you know, I set this resolution and then, you know, I failed or I didn't do it or I gave up. It's usually because they just have no plan at all. So I want to tell you what I'm going to be doing this year. Uh, it's a little bit similar to last year, but a couple changes that I think are going to make a really big difference for myself. I do think the new year is a really nice time to set some maybe goals for yourself for the year ahead. One of the biggest things that I think people are lacking is when they just don't have a goal. It does not have to be a weight loss goal. It is very interesting that every new year, that's like the highlight for people. I'm gonna lose 10 pounds this year. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get healthy this year. But like, what does that even mean? So I'm gonna lose 10 pounds. Well, how are you gonna do it? What's your plan? I think it's great if you need to lose 10 pounds. Um, you know, I'm gonna get healthy. Well, what does that mean? You know, do you need to work out more? Do you need to start learning how to cook? Those are the kind of things you really want to ask yourself. But setting a goal is like having an intention for your year. And I think you should set, you know, two or three goals or intentions for 2018. 
And the best way to do this so that it actually, you know, like pans out, like you're successful at it and you get to the end of the year and you can actually look back and say, I achieved my, you know, my intentions for 2018. How awesome is that? It wasn't a resolution, but I had these three goals or intentions, as I'm going to call them, and I, I reached them. And to me, there is no bigger satisfaction than actually reaching a goal. So I've got six steps. These are the things that I have actively done for my 2018, and I know it sets me up for success. And I've done this very similar pattern last year, and I did hit my goals. So that was so super exciting for me to be able to look back and say, yes, I did this. Now, it's not a resolution. I'm not trying to change something. I'm not trying to undo something that I'm currently doing. I'm just trying to set an intention and a goal for 2018. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to list two to three things you want to accomplish this year. I feel like accomplish is not the same thing as change, right? So those resolutions become things that you have to change about yourself or how to do things, um, you know, I don't want you to have to change it. I want you to focus on the things that you can do to accomplish this new goal of yours. So two to three things, I want you to write it down. Now, I am a big fan of pen to paper. If you have been following my podcast, we have done other goal setting um, type of tasks. I like pen to paper. If you're a total person who wants to type it out on the computer, that's fine. But there's something about pen to paper, seeing it on this piece of paper, writing it out that, I don't know, it just, it it feels stronger to me than just typing it out. So list two two to three things that you want to accomplish this year. These do not have to be life-changing things. You know, it could be as simple as that closet has been a disaster for the last two years. I'm going to accomplish fixing that closet up this year. It could be something like that even, but something that you really want to do. Now, depending on what you want to accomplish, this task number two, I need you to create five to 10 steps to reach this accomplishment, to make your intention happen. You're gonna have to set up a few steps to help you get there. So an example for all of my runners out there, say you want to run a half marathon this year. That's your goal. You're like, I have always wanted to run a half marathon and this is the year that I'm going to make it happen. Well, I need you to create and write down five to 10 steps on what you need to do to reach that goal. So for example, if that half marathon, if that's your goal, you need to A, pick your race, B, find a training plan or a coach, C, figure out your training schedule. What's that going to look like for you? What days are you going to be running? You know, do you have to do core work? Are you going to cross train? What does that schedule look like? D, get the necessary items you're going to need. Do you need new running shoes? Do you need to have running shoes checked by, you know, a proper running store to make sure you have the proper fit with the right shoe? Do you need cold weather running gear? Because that's a big one. If you don't have that cold weather running gear, then it's going to be hard to train for that half marathon during the winter time, right? So if this is a a race that you have in the spring, you're probably going to have to train in the winter. And if you're always going to use that excuse of it's too cold outside, then I can promise you, you're never going to reach that goal. So if you need that cold weather gear, 
go ahead and write down what you're going to need. And then the last thing is maybe you could find a friend or a family member to do this with you. There is nothing better than accountability. And it's so nice to have a partner in a task or an accomplishment or an intention or a goal like that one. So, you know, you might not have a friend join you to clean the closet, Although, hey, maybe that would keep you accountable. Maybe you have a really good friend who's great at that. (laughs) That would definitely help. So those are the steps that you have to start to think about. So number one, you're going to list your two to three goals or accomplishments or intentions. Number two, you're going to write out the steps that it would actually take for you to reach that goal. And then the third thing is you must, this is a must, hopefully you've already done it, buy a 2018 calendar right? Because we need to see daily what's going on. And in this calendar, you are going to list all of your steps. You're going to write what your goal is. You're going to put in there, like I said, if it's a training plan, then you can write in your calendar which days you're going to be working out. This becomes part of your day, part of your plan, just like anything else that's in your calendar, right? So if you go to work on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, say you're a part-timer, you have that in your calendar. Well, I also want to see what your steps are for your for your goal this year, and that should be in your calendar. Because if it's never in your calendar, it is never going to happen. Like you have to be able to see it. If you're anything like me, like if it's in my calendar, not only do I have to see it so that I do it, I need to be able to check it off or cross it out. (laughs) I'm all about the like crossing it out or giving yourself a sticker for it, Um, whatever you have to do. But that is like a big part of it for me. Now, if you want to make it fun, then you get a really pretty calendar if you're a girl (laughs) or a dude who wants a pretty calendar. Erin Condren makes the most gorgeous planners that you've ever seen. And if you're like me, you'll get the gorgeous one with the pretty stickers. So you can put a sticker next to all your accomplishments each week, right? So it's almost like little accomplishments to hit the big one at the end. So getting that calendar is absolutely key. But the new thing that I have done this year, this uh, number four, is that in my calendar, each month of the calendar, I am writing at the very top of it what my actual goal or accomplishment is that I'm trying to reach. Every single month on the very top of the calendar, it is written huge, right? Then you have your breakdown of what you're going to do that month too. But I'm highlighting the goal on the top of the calendar every single month. Why am I doing this and why is this such a big part of sort of what I've changed this year? Because what happens to people is sometimes they write down their goal or they have this New Year's resolution, right? And it's all January. Like they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And everything's written in January or, you know, thought about in January. That's like the big month. And by February, they don't even remember what their New Year's resolution was. So like I ask you right now, like, can you even remember? Did you have a New Year's resolution last year? Do you remember what it was? Did you write it down? Was it done by February? Because I honestly think by February, people are already over it. Like life gets crazy and busy and nobody at that point is thinking about their New Year's resolution. So I want you to include it every month at the top of your calendar. It really 
reminds you and keeps you on track because these are the fun parts of life, right? Like reaching all kinds of goals, no matter what it can be, like those are your success stories and they bring you confidence and they make you feel good. Like that's much more exciting than, you know, just going to work every day. So let's make these things happen Put it in your calendar every single month at the very top. Highlight it. I want you to see it. The more you see it, the more you cannot ignore it, right? Now, you're going to do this for each goal or accomplishment that you want to reach. So if you're picking two to three things you want to do in 2018, then all two or three of those need to be listed at the top of every month of your calendar. And then the last thing is get started with accomplishing each small task to get to that bigger goal. So you've broken up those steps and now I need you to get started. I want you to take action on your first small step. It's written in your calendar. I want you to put a sticker next to it, a check, whatever it might be. Let's get started. Sometimes the hardest part is just getting started, right? I needed to clean out my closet for like so many months and I finally did it a couple weeks ago and it was like I was dreading it. I just had to get started. As soon as I started, it was like no big deal. I knocked it out. Oh my God, I felt so great. My closet is so clean right now. It brought so much joy to me. But it was just getting started that was the hardest part. So I want you to make sure that you just get started on at least one of these goals or accomplishments for the year right away. Like it's January right now. What are you going to do this week to get it started? I really do think that the key parts of all of this are posting your goal and accomplishment at the top of each month in the calendar. That way by March, you won't forget that so-called resolution, right? And if you're not willing to put it on paper, that's when I always ask you, well, is it really that important to you then? Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe this isn't the goal you really want to work for. So if you're not even willing to write it down, you're not willing to put it on paper, then maybe that's not the best one for you. It doesn't inspire you, right? So I want you to think of it this way. Instead of having New Year's resolutions, which are generally just a list of things that you can no longer do, no more candy, no more sugar, no more video games, no more eggnog latte, you know, those are always people's resolutions, all the things you can't do. I want you to change that and really make it something that you're going to do, something positive, a goal, an accomplishment, an intention that makes you feel great all year long. Now, the last thing I'm going to tell you is if you are a parent, this is the most incredible thing that you can teach your child early, early on now. I'm, you know, almost any age would really, if they understand what a goal is. So that's pretty early on, right? They're young. They understand more than you think. I want you to go through this process with them. Say, what is something you want to do this year? What would make you so proud by the end of the year? Then give them a little calendar. Write it down with them if they can't write yet. You know, write it down or sit with them and have them write it down. Have them break it down into steps of what they would have to do to reach that goal. These tips, that's teaching your child like something unbelievable. And then if they go through the whole thing and they reach that goal, I cannot even tell you the confidence that you are giving your child. And that is something they have to learn how to do. Like reaching a goal shouldn't be a dream. A dream 
may or may not come true. And it's usually not going to come true unless you make it happen. And this is how you make it happen. So make 2018 the year of making your dreams come true and teach your child how to do it. Because breaking it down like this, they have to learn how to do it. I mean, half the adults don't do it because they don't know how to do it. They've never been taught how to do it. And when you do this, everything seems less overwhelming when you can break it all down. So highly encourage you. I would love to see some pictures of you and your child going through this. That would just bring me so much joy. And that day that your child reaches their goal or their intention, I would like that picture of their face as well. So that is everything for today. I really and truly hope your 2018 is an amazing year. I hope it's a healthy one. I hope it is a happy one. I hope it is filled with so much joy because just remember, life is so short. You want to live each and every day like it is your last one, sadly, but you just don't know what's going to happen. So make 2018 the best year you've ever had. Take care, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.